All right, welcome to the Bros and Brewskies podcast. Gosh, it's uh, been trying to put this one together for a while. This is the what do they call it? Like the inaugural, the uh, yep. the as some would say, the first uh, podcast. But Bros and Brewskies podcast is just laid back, couple of bros, and not bros in the sense of like bro, like two big ass jack fucking gorillas at the, you know, lifting weights, you know, like, bro, come spot me, I'm fucking gonna do some squats, bro, like that, no, it's like bros, like real blood bros, uh, I'm Tom, and I'm Tyler, and, uh, and uh, we're just a couple of brothers, we live up here in the Pacific Northwest, and uh, have, you know, been experiencing the same craziness, <laughs> you know, over the what last month and a half? Um, yeah, we're one of the first ones to start with this whole thing. We were the first first people with the coronavirus. So yeah, it's crazy, and it's crazy, dude. Because you know we've been talking about doing, you know, just sitting back and doing a podcast for a while. Just you know, we we just kind of kind of kicked launched. Uh, uh, both uh, Tyler and I are like heavy into fishing. Um, or like the sophisticated uh, folk would say, angling, you know. Uh, but we're heavy into fishing. You know, I'm big into fly fishing, and uh, Tyler's big into... I'm busy into lake and rivers and going out on the sound, and yeah. Yeah, so it's like to finally uh, get the podcast going, and during this crazy time, you know, Corona's going on, probably everybody's talking about it, and it's just like, sh- shit, man. It's, it's it's a good time just to kick back and have some fun and drink some beers and and yeah. that's that's what this is going to be about it's going to be sitting back just talking about random shit and drinking and discussing <laughs> beers and beers of the week and we've got plenty of time to do that and yeah. you know whatever we're interested in talking about Well, it started out the thing that fucked us over the most. Uh, how about that? Uh, Washington's the only fishing, well, non-fishing place now. How you feel about that? It's crazy, dude. I mean, it's crazy to think that there's states out there like Maine that are telling people, you know, get the hell out and go fishing. Like, you don't even need a license. Don't even worry about it. Free licenses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're giving them away, man. They're giving them away, and it's like, you know. Here in Washington, you know, yeah, we were one of the first to get it, but it's just crazy because, you know, the 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 social dynamics of the state is 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 like there's these clusters of populations, you know, that yes, you think about it, yeah, you don't want them congregating all on on docks or you know, um, uh, ocean beaches or you know whatever it may be, or or clustering Stacked down like up, on the Columbia steelhead fishing or salmon fishing, and it's just nuts. But, you know, if you head over to the eastern part of Washington where there's a lot of, you know, different rivers and creeks and streams and different, you know, lakes that you can go to, it's expansive. There's not as much of a population. It's like they just decided to do this blanket like don't go fish anywhere. It's totally shut down, which is totally understandable. And there, you know, when I first heard about it, I was I was pissed and didn't quite understand it. And I really didn't understand, like, why they banned fishing. But they didn't ban hunting. And I was like, oh, here we go. It's like, you know, want to piss off Second Amendment guys out there and get them all reeling and, 
And, you know, a good thing in the, you know, the Constitution, the Second Amendment, it didn't just say the right to bear arms, you know. What if it would have said your right to bear a, a fishing rod, you know, and people come out <laughs> and just start whacking the shit out of you with a fishing rod, you know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's crazy because then just, you know, you know, a few weeks later, they're like, you know, oh, we're going to ban turkey season and we're going to, you know, uh, uh, ban bear hunting and, you know, for an extended period of time. And who knows what that's going to be until May 4th. It sounds like, but I was just, you know, beside myself at the beginning. And then the Washington State Fish and Wildlife came out and said, you know, well, the more of the thing is, is that we just don't want people traveling and going. If they're going to go fish or hunt, they got to go pick up gas and they got to pick up food and they got to pick up supplies. And we don't want them touching things and spreading it. And I totally get it. You know, I'm, you know. I don't get it. I'm on the opposite side. <laughs> I want to go fishing. I live right next, right on a lake. So, you know, me sitting there seeing people out on a boat and I can't go throw my rod off of my own new boat that I ended up designing. You know, it's just kind of frustrating. It's just frustrating. So, Well, the crazy thing is, too, is that, like, people had questions about, well... I live right on a river. Like, I can walk from my backyard and cast my rod into a river, or I can walk to the yep. bank of the lake, or whatever it may be, and I can't even fish. Like, and I'm not even driving anywhere. I'm not doing anything. It's actually illegal. It's it's like I was, I was watching this uh, fellow YouTube guy that's from the Pacific Northwest, uh, and... Someone had commented on there about, you know, they can't go fishing in Spokane, Washington, because if they do, they're going to cite them with a $400 fine if they catch them doing it. And it's yeah, just like, crazy. it's madness. I feel like, I feel like, you know, back in the Prohibition era in the 1920s, you know, when they outlawed alcohol and there were people out there like moonshiners, like up in the hills, you got these hillbillies up in like the, you know, the smoky, the smoky mountains, you know, and, and, uh. And uh, they're up in the hills, man, brewing some moonshine illegally. And I feel like it's time to go cast some moonshine rods, bro. And it's time to go out there and I think and we're just, just going to have to go up into deal. some mountain hills and just uh, throw the rods out there. Yeah. Plus do some moonshine. Yeah, but then again, uh, we were discussing before we started you know, recording the podcast, I was saying it's crazy. If they're willing to fine you $400 to go fish, I mean, who says that they're not going to like say, hey, now we're going to suspend your fishing license for a year or two years or who knows, however long it may be. We're living in this kind of like draconian society right now where they're just kind of, you know, looking at the big picture, which is fine, but then also not thinking about, you know, yes, a, a, a bit of our population is definitely being affected by this, but a large majority of the population is not being affected. And the, the big thing is they're saying, well, we don't want to overwhelm the healthcare system which is great and fine and definitely want to protect those healthcare workers that are out there. Totally get that and all the, all the sacrifices and, and, and everything they've done for the, for the individuals out there. But on the other hand, it's like how far are we willing to lose our sense of, 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 uh, of a country of that we are, you know, for yeah, this. Yeah, we're going like, to hit our economy super hard. Yeah. How are we going to come back from that? That's, you know, a month of – a lot of people being out of a job, not paying for certain things, small businesses, small businesses are going to get killed in this whole scenario. 
Yeah, it's speaking so of small businesses, we like drinking beer. And uh, sometimes the beers we like to drink are definitely small businesses. And luckily here in America, drinking beer, alcohol, even, you know, getting your recreational drugs like marijuana are essential. And uh, that's definitely, you know, my my consumption of alcohol has definitely gone up uh, being that I've been at home more and trying out different beers. So have there has there been a beer, uh, you know, lately that you've been able to try that you maybe haven't even seen on the shelves that you're like, let's just give that one a shoot and see what it see if it's good or not. Yeah, I have a couple. Uh, last one that I ended up having was uh, Full Sail. Um, it's out of the Full Sail Brewery. It's an amber, and it was delicious. Um, it went down. Um, I, I preferably like uh, like my Guinnesses and you know Bud Lights and some different kind of brews, but. I'd say this one ended up hitting me that I would definitely buy it over and over and over again. It's going to be one that's going to be stocked in my, uh, my beer shelf. And, uh, yeah, it was just smooth beer. Um, didn't taste overly ambery. Um, you know, I didn't have the hoppy hoppiness to it, which, uh, I know that's what you end up liking. So, uh, what do you end up having that's... Well, I like actually drinking beer. I, we, we, I, oh, I, I, I got distracted well. there for a minute when you, were, when you were talking about, you know, what you're into, like Guinness, which is, which is great. And then you, like, said Bud Light for a second, and I go, are we still talking <laughs> about beer? What the hell's going on? I'm telling you. Uh, no, one of the beers that I tried just a few weeks ago uh, that I've really come, come to like, uh, I'm more of a kind of a hoppy. IPA guy, yes, Pacific Northwest IPA, yeah, I know stereotype. I should probably be, you know, taking a taking hit off my vape right now, but I'm not. Uh, and I'm into I I'm into IPAs. I'm into hoppier, you know, uh, alcoholic beverages. Something that actually is going to give you a little bit of punch when you drink it. Um, and one that I tried recently, it's called Off the Grid IPA, and it is a you know small little microbrew IPA out of Carson, Washington. Hadn't even heard of Carson, Washington before I before I drank that IPA. And look it up on the map. Yeah, I'd look it up on the map. And guess what? They can make some pretty good beer out there, but I don't know there what else go. they can do. Um, I don't think I'll be taking a trip out to the uh uh to the uh tap room if they got one. Yeah. Uh but maybe I would. I don't know. I mean I got a little bit of free time on my hands right now. It might be worth the drive as long as, you know, then I gotta stop me and ask me where I'm heading to. But beer is essential, and I'm willing to drive for it wherever I need to get it. So that off the grid exactly. IPA, I'd never seen it before. Walked in there. I always, you know, take a look now of trying to find. It's you know, I don't know about you, but you go into these grocery stores and they have tags on there that now say local. You know, because yep. they all want you to buy like local beer. You know, and I got nothing against drinking like mainstream beer. I mean, every once in a while, you know, I love drinking a good. You know, I love drinking a good Guinness, you know, yep. or or even even companies that are a little bit more, you know, well-known and have a nice pale ale or something. Yeah. You know, got no problem, yeah, like you know, drinking sure Blue Moon and... Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they, they're, all, they're all good, but every once in a while you go in there and you're just like, ah, you know, they just have all these beers up on the shelves and they've, they've went to all this work to make these really uh, uh, artistic... 
designs on the side of the can or the bottle or the box or whatever it may be. And I'm telling yeah. you, uh, uh, a few weeks ago, and I was with you, you came over to our place. Uh, we were sitting there uh, at uh, the store looking for some different uh, beers to pick up. And I think that's when you picked up that full sale. And we picked up a couple interesting beers. One we'll talk about here in a minute, but one that we, one that I had actually been looking at for a while, just because the box, the can, the design is so cool. That was that Sky Kraken, I think it was called. I think it was called Sky Kraken yeah, Pale Sky Ale uh, from Fremont Brewery in Seattle. And on the side of the can, man, if you remember this, on the side of the can, they the had Kraken. a Zeppelin. Okay, a Zeppelin Air Balloon uh, and a Kraken, you know, huge fucking octopus is coming through the sky and like <laughs> gripping, you know, this Zeppelin flying through the sky. And uh, that, that's, uh, that I, I bought in. I bought in. Even if the yep. beer tasted like, you know, a donkey pissed in my, my beer can, um, I would be all right saying, you know, at least the artistic design on the outside was supported by whoever drew that. Uh, but it actually, you know, it's pretty good. I've had a few different, uh, Fremont beers, you know, I've had their interurban IBA, uh, IPA and I've had their sky crack in and I had, um, uh, there was another one that I had too. It has like a, uh, has like a, uh, killer whale and orca on it. And, uh, that's an IPA as well. I don't know if it's called like J pod or, you know what I mean? One of the pods, it was named after one of the pods in the Pacific Northwest, uh, that was pretty iconic for this area, and then they started brewing a a IPA like in in uh, respect to this uh, great pod of orcas that come and migrate up to the Pacific Northwest and move around and everything. I I could totally be fucking this up. I'm not a marine wow. bio, I'm not a marine biologist by any wow, means. Wow, diving deep. Yeah, diving way deep. Tell no us pun, about some no sperm pun whales intended. Drop. No pun Let's intended. Get sperm whales. Get yeah, I talked to sperm whales. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's jump. Let's jump. Uh, let's jump breweries right now. Yeah, let's I wonder if you accidentally course. like you're cutting into a sperm whale to get some of that blubber. If any gets shot in your eye, if they call that the money shot. Oh, <laughs> let's think about that one for a second. <laughs> yeah, the last one that we ended up having, the one that you were kind of hinting towards, that we were going to talk about was the uh, good old Iron Horse peanut butter beer. Yeah, the Ironhurst Brewery, if you don't know, is a brewery in Ellensburg, Washington. And uh, it became very well known for their iconic uh, beer, which at least is sold all around here in the Pacific Northwest. And I, I can't you know, say that it's, it's sold around the country, but it's called their Irish Death is what they're you know, super well known for. I know that... Uh, that uh, the Iron Horse has, has, you know, been around since like what the early two thousands. You remember going to their little brewery in Ellensburg? Yeah, we, we went for Oktoberfest. We yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, and at the beginning. Some uh, full on beer pong there. We brought our own table, came yeah. bring our own cups, <laughs> brought our own ping pong balls, and they gave us uh, what was it? Seven dollar drinks, and they gave us a glass. Oh yeah, big Horse old Stein glass. Yeah, you, right? I still got my Stein. Stein. I still, I still got, got my Stein, my Stein as yeah. well. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we ended up killing it with. Uh, they ended up having seven seven dollar Steins, and we tried I think all seven of the different brews that they ended up having that night. And uh, to get back to it, their famous one being Irish Death. If you haven't had that before, you need to go get that. But 
they just came out with one that's a uh, PB and death. And so that's what we ended up having. And Thomas, you can definitely, you can definitely say you're, you're not a peanut butter fan, but I certainly am. Let's just say yeah. I'm not a peanut butter in my beer fan. And uh, it definitely has a hint of, of peanut butter. It tastes uh, like peanut butter. It, it tastes like some Skippy. And it's delicious from my perspective. Yeah. Which, uh, I got one in hand right now, and I'm going to probably open that up while we're drinking here. So <laughs> I was just going to ask you uh, what you're drinking tonight. Yeah, sipping on a blue moon, but I think I'm going to, as we were talking about it, why not just switch to a PB and uh, give a little, little bit more review as I keep going through it. Yeah, I mean, I wish, a, you, I wish you would have finished it, and it would have been a PB... R, which I would much rather prefer, a nice little Pat's Blue Ribbon uh, than, oh, that, than that than uh, that Iron Horse PB. But you know, you got to try new things. You know, they gotta. especially you know small breweries and you know coming up with new ideas. I mean, the thing is, is that you just don't make beer at places like that. You craft beer, and you're you know trying yep. to think of new ideas to to make you different from all the other microbreweries that are out there because especially here in the Pacific Northwest, Washington, uh, uh, Oregon, California, you know, we are plentiful of opportunity when it comes to brewing beer. So. Yeah. So listen to this, the PB and death takes, this is written right on the, right on the can right here. The PB and death takes the flavor profile from your favorite sandwich spread and combines it with rich, chocolatey malts. Uh, the result is a playful, sweet brew with notes uh, with notes of dark toast and roasted peanut butter. Happy snacking! You're welcome. Jeez. Well, yeah, uh, I totally. When we drank it that that night, we were sitting around, in. We were Let's sitting around it. playing some Farkle, and you yep. sitting there, and you, I was just like, dude, this is a dessert beer. This is like you're capping off the end of a great, uh, a great ride. You know, you had a had a few, you had a few good beers. You know, that got nope. you to that point. You're buzzing, or maybe further. And yeah, we had decided, the crack in that night yeah, too. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like you know, I'm not really a big wine guy. I don't know if you are, but like, what what do they have that's like a dessert wine, like a Riesling or something? I don't know. Uh, no, they have they have their own dessert wines. Yeah, yeah, like dessert out there. wines. It's not even a Riesling; it's a dessert wine. It's actually called yeah. a dessert wine. It is actually called dessert wines. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, they are delicious. Yeah, but you can only have maybe a couple ounces of it because they're so bitey that you just kind of want to go away from them. Yeah, that's my but, problem with wine. I just drink it too fast. And it's eleven to thirteen percent ish. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I, I treat, I treat wine quick. like I treat beer. It's going out of style, so I need to drink it fast. Yep. You know, so uh, so you're drinking the uh, the Iron Horse peanut butter. Peanut butter and, peanut butter and death. Peanut butter, peanut butter and death. So yeah, the PB off, and death. Yeah. So, so they're playing off their Irish death. Uh, yep. Their, you know, their staple beer, which is always great. Their Irish death is wonderful. Uh, and if you ever go yep. to Ellensburg, Washington... You go there right on Main Street. They have a little tap room there. Uh, if you head a little bit out of town off University on the old, I think it's Vantage Highway, uh, they have yep. a brand new, big, huge brewing facility there. 
Not sure Gorgeous. if they have like a. I'm sure they have some type of tours or stuff. Have never gone there and done it, but but I'm sure that's probably the case. Uh, but I am drinking um, a from a company, same area. I mean, he's drinking beer from from Ellensburg, Washington. I'm drinking beer from Yakima, Washington, which not. I'm just not drinking hops from Yakima, Washington, which which I've heard. Uh, that a good majority of the hops that are actually sold around the entire country are from Yakima, Washington. Uh, I could be misquoting the yep. percentage of how many come Those out valley of hops. But it's like 60 yep. or 70% of all hops in the United States that people roast are actually from the Yakima Valley. Uh, yep, those valley hops. Are... Yeah, so the beer I'm drinking is obviously a nice IPA, uh, and it's from Bale Breakers Brewing Company. Uh, Bale Breakers is a pretty well-known uh, company over in eastern Washington. They have a few different blends. They have a they have a pale ale, which I think is called like Field Forty One. They have another IPA, which is called Bottom Cutters. They have another IPA, uh, which is called um, um, can't remember what it's it's named after. Uh, one of the founders of uh, who work the hops farms there. That's where the, the, uh, the, uh, tap room and everything is actually located. Uh, their brewery is actually located on their family farm, uh, where, uh, where they provide hops, you know, basically for, for all their beers, but probably they provide their hops to other places as well. And, uh, this one's called top cutter. Um, it's about a 7% uh, volume alcohol, about 70 IBUs. Um, so it's not extremely strong IPA. It's got a nice uh, roasty, toasty, hoppy finish. Uh, so it's not extremely... Uh, like some people say, you know, they uh, experiencing IPAs for the first time, they're like, oh, man, that's super hoppy and bitey. And uh, I found that if, you know, you get IPAs that are around, you know, 70 to 80 even 90 IBUs, which are normally anywhere between like 6.2 to 7-ish percent alcohol. Actually pretty good. Um, and I've done the Imperial IPAs. And, you know, those can get heavy, like, you know, 12, 13%, 140 IBUs. Those things can knock, knock your pants off, dude. Happy, yeah, happy. But uh, but I'll be having my dessert, uh, my dessert beer later because uh, I got a little randy over the last couple days. <laughs> I started really drinking through my my IPAs, and because of you know this coronavirus and everything that's going on right now, um, I haven't been trying to make too many ventures out. Uh, so I haven't been out to go uh, grab some more beer. Uh, but luckily, and clearing um, out the fridge, huh? And I'm not, yeah, clearing out the fridge, man. And I'm not really a big cider person, uh, but Ooh, the wife give it to is me. big into cider, and I've had some before. They're pretty good. And so um, after I finish this nice uh, top cutter IPA uh, here in a minute, uh, I'm gonna try this Square Mile Cider Company out of Portland, Oregon, Ooh. and uh, made with 100% pure, pure. Not to get that mixed, you know. Don't get it twisted. Uh, Pacific Northwest apples. Only only the best apples come from the Only Pacific the Northwest. finest. Yeah, only the finest. Best in the world. People people buy apples from the Pacific Northwest from around the world. So they got to be the best. Uh, got to be. So, yeah, Portland, Portland, Oregon. 
So we'll give that one a try here uh, in a minute. I'll tell you what it's like. Like I said, I'm not a huge cider fan uh, because I just have a drunk. I just haven't drank a lot of cider. Uh, yeah, we'll give it a whirl. We'll see. We'll see what it's all about. I did try um, just to give another plug uh, to um, to a small little brewery over in uh, Ellensburg as well, which is kind of funny. We're really hitting the Eastern Washington beers uh, tough. Uh, Running all the way down to Oregon, though, you know? Yeah, all the way down to Oregon, too. And, you know, Blue Moon. Where's Blue Moon? Blue Moon's what? Where's Blue Moon? Where's Blue Moon from? Who brews that? Um, Blue Moon. Uh, That's Colorado. Colorado. Oh, you think that's done through the Coors Company? Nope, it's Golden Colorado. Well, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think probably. I think they probably are. I think they're through. I think they're in in that area. So, yeah, Full Sail is out of, uh, is out of, um... Hood River? What is it? Yeah, Hood River. Hood River, Oregon? Yeah, so Portland, Hood River, you can hit those two while you're kind of there. Only about an hour apart, not too bad. Yeah, so um, what I was going to say, we were talking... about Mount Hood, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. oh, yeah, Mount Hood's beautiful. Uh, we yeah, we beautiful. really get it here in the Pacific Northwest. We got, you know, Mount Rainier, we got... Mount Baker, we got Mount St. Helens. Well, what like we got the trifecta. Half of half of Mount St. Helens left. Uh, we got Mount Hood, you know. Yep. Uh, and oh, what I was gonna say, we were talking about the cider and stuff, and uh, yeah. I went to a local uh, uh, brewery in Ellensburg, Washington, called Whipsaw, and they had a grapecot IPA. It was grapes and apricot. And uh, it was actually really good. I mean, it was, if I remember correctly, I think it was like a 8.2% alcohol. It was 115 or 20 IBU um, IPA. So, yeah, a little bit bitey. But it was kind of strange because you got the uh, you got the sweetness right off the bat. Like, you took it, you got the sweetness. You think you're going to get that bitter aftertaste. You get sweet. And then after a couple seconds, that bitter sets in. So it's like this really nice, uh, you know, like people, how they like sweet and sour. You know, it's yep. definitely like a sweet and bitter taste. So it's good, yeah. though. It was, it was a real good IPA. So I'll definitely go back and, uh, and get one of those. But, yeah, we definitely have two different types of taste in beer. But one commonality. We do is we definitely like the stouts. We definitely like the stouts. We do we definitely like the those. stouts. We can kill the stouts together. That, yeah. That's a bro that's a bro brewski uh, experience right there. We'll kill the stouts. We we had a nice vacation uh year back, two years back, going to Ireland again. We've gone a couple times now and going there, doing the Guinness factory, going to Jameson living the dream going to a whole bunch of different areas just kind of walking in the towns going to different other things. so last time we went we went to Kilkenny and uh we ended up going as a whole family celebrating a nice little birthday experience with uh with our mom and yeah we ended up hitting what was the brewery there that we hit wasn't it the um Oh, I'm trying to think. Was it the, the sort of the tea? Was it the 
No, it wasn't like the Tillery Distillery. No, I, I can't remember what the name of it was. The Whiskey Distillery. Tealing or... Oh, Tilling. Tilling, yeah, that was yeah. delicious. Yeah. Yeah, we hit up the Tilling. That was right across so we... from our hotel. What do we have at Kilkenny, though? We had a... Uh... Kilkenny, you went to Smithix. The Amber. The Smithix, yeah. you went to Smithix. Yeah, that red delicious. ale. Oh, Smithix yeah, is... You haven't had Smithix before. You have to have Smithix. That's one of my favorite ambers that I've ever had. And that that kind of started me on the whole trend of trying out different ambers. And, you know, that's why I ended up wanting to try that Full Sail Brewery and see how that amber tastes because I'm still trying to find a beer that matches the taste of Smithix. A little bit harder to find over on this side of the mountains. But, yeah. Most people say that about Bud Light, too. They're always trying Whoa. to match the taste of the Bud Light. Low below there, huh? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but Stout, man. Stout's the best. I mean, um, I mean, Guinness is obviously and always a go-to, man. I mean, if you're just looking for a good Stout. I mean, I know it's kind of cliche. It's like saying, no, oh, Guinness. Everybody drinks it. But it's been around since 1759. I mean, for a good reason because it it's a good Stout. And now, you know, they've taken on or pretty much bought other companies as well, like uh, like Kilkenny. You know, they mm-hmm. had their Smithic, uh, Smithix, which is under the Guinness uh, yep. flag now. And they have Harp, which is under the Guinness flag now. And uh, yep. another great stout in Ireland is Murphy's, you know, Ooh, which is out Murphy's of Cork. Murphy's is delicious. Murphy's is good. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, a lot of great just like mainstream Stouts have they bought any of those and, ciders that are over there? I'm sure they do, man. I'm, I mean, I yeah. there's got to be tons of Irish ciders that come out of that area because they grow apples over there as well. So, what I'm you trying that strong strongbow. Strong, there's strongbow, strong but yeah. I think strongbow is actually out of the UK. I think it's actually out of Scotland or something. Um, there's another one too. It's uh, like called Camby's Camby cider. I think is out of Edinburgh, Scotland. Uh, so that area is really known for its ciders as well. But, I mean, obviously here in the Pacific Northwest we are because... Oh, we got we some got, good ciders. We got a shit ton of apples, so we got to do yeah, something do, with it. I do like me some ciders. I've been trying different ones and um, ran into a raspberry cider. Can't can't remember what the brand name was. I was just sitting at a bar and um, another guy said, Hey, yeah, we should try some of the... There's there was three ciders that were there so we just all tried tried all three of them lined them up and that was definitely my favorite if you've never tried a raspberry cider before got to get that on your on your bucket list of beers to try so yeah that's a fun thing about like this the ciders but i mean also you know um what i found about like the ipas too it's like there's a variety of it of different citrusy type of flavors they try and blend into it if you know be you know an orange or a grapefruit or you know there's a bunch of different things they're trying to mix into it and same thing with the ciders i mean they have grapefruit ciders they have raspberry they have huckleberry they have apple they have i mean you name it and i a couple years ago i went to a brewery in spokane washington called the uh, iron goat brewery and we had a put your goat on right there dude get your total goat on dude it's really good the iron the iron goat actually has a great milk stout 
and I don't recall the goat name. Goat Milk Stout. Is it called Goat Milk Stout? Yeah. Well, and, uh, you just said goat. Well, stout. I think it is. I'm, I can't quite remember the, the actual name milk. of the stout, but it is really good. And um, and they got great food there too. And I remember going there, and we got a Huckleberry Ale, mm-hmm. which was delicious. And then we got a we got a sour. Have you ever had a sour before, like a sour beer? Yeah, not a fan. But I, I've tried, I've tried my few shares. Yeah, not a, not a huge fan. I can't remember. It was a big. I mean, obviously a real fruity, a fruity sour. Uh, but we got a growler of it because it was one of their recommended mm-hmm. ones to get. I've never, I'd never had a sour before, so I was like, might as well give it a try. I've had, I've had best and I've had worse. So I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not that big a deal. Uh, so we got it, and I've definitely found out I'm not a sour guy so i guess if it's the the sweet and sour the cider or the not, or the or the sour i'm going with the cider so are you not a whiskey sour guy not a whiskey sour guy i like my i like my whiskey straight i don't like well, I can, it you can do a whiskey sour and a whiskey straight i don't need it neat i don't need it on ice i just need it in a glass <laughs> preferably preferably uh, chuggable yeah yeah so yeah. so yeah so that's uh that's what I've been been drinking lately. I've definitely been on the uh, IPA train. You know, go back a year ago, I I went and had maybe it's from uh, Georgetown Brewing in Seattle. I think that's maybe who it was. They have an IPA. It's called Lucille. Yep. You maybe have seen it like yep. in the stores or whatever. But yep. I went and had that at a restaurant, and I was like, I'm gonna try it. You know, I'm just going to – I don't really get IPAs because I've, I've had them before. I've never bought them before, but, like, friends have had it. We've gone over for, you know, dinner parties or whatever, and that's what they had. So I was just like, yeah, I'll just give it a try. So I never liked them. Went and had this one. I said, well, maybe out of the tap because sometimes you taste things out of the tap, and they taste a lot better. I mean, I'm telling you. You know, like we were just talking about a minute ago, people say, like, oh – you go to Ireland, you got to have a Guinness. Well, you just don't yeah. go to Ireland to have a Guinness because you're like, ooh, we're in Ireland. Let's have a Guinness. You know, it's like it tastes different. Oh, it tastes totally different. tastes totally different. It's milky, smooth, crisp. Oh, the froth just, on the top. Yeah, the froth is yeah. delicious. It's, it's unbelievable. So you drink it, and you're just like, wow. And that's just at like a local pub in Dublin. You know, then you go to the Gravity Bar at the yep. Guinness Brewery, and it's like a whole top. nother level. It's like yep. if you want the purest of the pure, that's where you go. And yep. it's you know kind of the same thing. I was like, oh well, maybe I can try an IPA out of the tap, and it will you know be, I can, it'll be great. It'll be crisp. Yep. It'll be clean. It'll be just smooth and nice. No IPAs are not smooth and nice. You you build up you know uh, a taste for it. You know, and yep. so I had that Lucille, and I was like, "Nope, don't think I'm into IPAs." And then I cannot recall where I went, and I tried an IPA, and it wasn't an extremely strong one. I didn't know there was really a variety and how popular they were in brewing out. I wasn't that knowledgeable, but definitely over the last year or two, I've, I've become much more knowledgeable about drinking different beers and flavors and tastes and all these different sort of things. So. Got into it, started drinking them, and then it became like a passion. And yes, like I said, probably became a definite 
a definite Pacific Northwest cliche of saying, oh, yeah, I, you know, I got my flip-flops and socks on, and I, I, you know, drink my IPAs, and yeah, definitely drink them. Uh, and there's such a variety to it. You know, it's like you were talking about, like, ambers. It's like yeah. there's a ton of ambers out there. And guess what? They all don't taste the same. Nope. You know, so. Nope. Yeah, we were, we were not too long ago. We were, before this whole coronavirus, we were at Rainier Growlers and just. Shout out to Rainier we Growlers, Puyallup, the, Washington. A sh- little shout out right there. <laughs> um, doing some, uh, doing some runs. I was doing some runs at a um, Rainy Days Brewery out of Paulsbo. Oh, okay. And I remember I ended up having their, uh their porter their stout their yeah there's a whole bunch and i was just trying every single one of them so really looking forward to trying that brewery out not too far away from us what do you think probably about an hour hour and a half yeah about an hour hour and a half yeah for sure uh so wasn't that kind of crazy though that like a month before this whole thing like before the the locks, the lockdown started. Like, called you up, said, "Hey, bro, let's uh, go grab a drink." And we met at. Uh, let's go do it. What was it? The hub in Puyallup, and we went there, had some drinks, chit chat a little bit. I hadn't done that in a long time, and then it's like, "This is fun. Let's do it again." Like a week later, "Hey, you yep. wanna wanna meet and have some drinks? Sure. Where do you wanna go? Oh, I know this great place, Rainier Growlers. Got a lot of independent beers. Let's go there. Sure. Let's do it. Hit there." Next time, we went down to a place, another one in Puyallup. It's just convenient. It's like in between both of uh, where we live. Uh, And there was another place called Cascades. uh, Cascades. Yeah, Cascades, which has has another great selection of, you know, mostly independent, seasonal kind of beers. They also make, like, craft hot dogs, you know, gourmet Dude. hot dogs. And I don't mean like gourmet, like, oh, put some Bacon, sauerkraut and onions cheese, on your Costco dogs. dog. No, I'm talking like serious gourmet hot dogs. Uh, so that place was delicious. Can't go wrong with that bacon nacho cheese hot dog. No, dude. What was one called? Like the Puyallup Fair Dog or something? And it had like it was, yeah. bacon and sautéed mushrooms and I mean uh, sautéed onions or something. Oh man, it yeah. was it's so good. We got a good selection. So yeah, so then we ended up finding ourselves what a couple weeks in a row going back to Rainier Growlers and you know it was a it was a great time. And then just bam, one week they're like, "Yep, not a lot of people are going to be working anymore." And you're not allowed to uh, go and drive and go get this. Yeah, you can go pick up some beer, but it's to go. You know, and the thing is, it's like, sometimes it's like, you want to go out and just sit down and have a couple beers and it's just socializing and just, you know, yep. it's just, it's just what you need to connect and go do. And it's been, it's been tough over these last, you know, six weeks. Yeah, if you can uh, go on out and at least go to your local local small pubberies trying to trying to get some to-go growlers trying to support them you know kind of like what we were saying with rainier growlers and cascades if you can go on out there and do that shout out to both of them you know we'd like to go out and support as much as we can and get filled up but yeah 
Yeah, do it. Yeah, that's the thing to do right now. It's like support them as much as you can. I know a lot of them have actually, you know, took put some major like price cuts on even getting a growler. Like the yeah. like the one locally that I go to when I go in um, in Ellensburg, Washington, called Whipsaw. I mean, I was spending twelve, thirteen bucks on a growler there. And they lowered, I think, pretty much all their growlers, expect, ex- except for their like special blend. Uh, sh- uh, what do they call they're those? High like, end kind of. Yeah, they like they small batch. Is that what they call yeah. it? Like small batch. Yeah, they call it small batch. Yeah, it's like a small batch. Um, those ones, I, I'm not 100 percent sure didn't get knocked down or not, but I know they have like their staple um, IPA, which is called Stump Blower there. And before it was like twelve or thirteen bucks for a growler, and they're selling it for seven bucks. You know, Dang, it's, it's basically half. Dude, price. it's basically half price, and it's like, how can't you go and support uh, these people and do that? So yeah, so yeah, they're man. just trying to trying to stay alive. It's, a lot of people are. A lot of people are trying yep. to stay alive. Yep. So you know, going from brews, I mean, we we have to jump on over to. Good old Netflix. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. We've been. I mean, Netflixing and chilling has definitely taken on a new definition because everybody has to do it now. It's not like, oh man, what are you doing this weekend? Ah, meeting this, you know, meeting this nice lady, and we're gonna go, you know, have a nice little meal, some gourmet dogs at Cascades, (laughs) and then we're gonna go back and Netflix and chill. And it's like that was special, but now everybody's Netflixing and chilling, you know. So what's up? What's happening on the flicks? Yeah, I've I've been watching. Uh, you know, talking about brews. We there's a uh, Brew Brothers that I ended up uh, texting over to you, and I ended up not really hearing back. Wondering how you ended up liking it. How'd you like the whole experience of Brew oh, Brothers? Oh, dude, I've been buried I in it. Liked it. I've been buried yeah. in it, bro. I've been buried in it. So I watched, watched the, the first. Thing. I watched. No, I'm not. I'm. I think I'm through like episode six or episode seven. I think the last episode I watched uh, was the episode where they had the monks come over oh, from yeah. Belgium, and they had uh, a big old ceremony where they were going to like christen <laughs> the brewery or or what do they call it? Um, say a blessing or something over it. Yep, and they weren't sure blessing. if they were actually going to come or not. So they brought they brought in like these local actors, actors. because so okay so let's That's get into it. So so Brew Brothers Netflix show it's like a it's like a comedy sitcom kind of formatted show. It's not like a it's not like a what would you say like a documentary kind of thing like yeah. a, it's not like a Tiger King like a Tiger King. Yeah, it's not it's not that that flamboyantly crazy which i haven't even gotten to the tiger king it's almost uh, more like a super troopers vibe it is almost like a super troopers vibe which is funny because they have Brewfest, uh Correct. which which you can see some kind of sign kind of connections between that with some of the things that they're saying and that the two guys totally are totally like, different actors Nobody oh totally different actors kind of yeah insane. it's not the guys of broken lizard for sure uh Correct. so yeah so you have two brothers uh, who grew up, I think, at the beginning. Uh, spoiler alert, by the way, if you haven't seen this yet, you don't want to know about it, great, but I think we're going to enhance you going out and watching it right now because it's a great comedy show. It's got a lot of great, great storyline to show. it. So it opens up about two brothers who actually grow up in Washington. I think it was Yakima. Yep. 
wasn't it? It was in Yakima, Washington, or somewhere around there, because they went to somewhere some like close to. they went to some like beer competition there when they were like teenagers. I think it was the Valley Brewery or something like that. Yeah, it wasn't something. even a real brewery, but yeah, but it was in I think like Yakima, somewhere in eastern Washington, uh, Washington State, and uh, so they go to this competition as teenagers and. It ends up that they the the brothers each right don't they brew they brew their own beer right to bring to the competition beer. yep and then they and, have a little contest yeah and in the contest the one brother thought they decided to use his beer but the other brother thought his beer was better and actually switched it out before the judging happened and yeah. so the one brother thought oh everybody loved my beer and the other brother knew. That he had switched it out. Yeah. So, so after that happened, that little small competition in, in Yakima, Washington, they never worked together again up to the point of when the show starts. Yeah. Uh, That's like the first episode kind of part. Yeah, yeah, the first episode. So they like kind of set the stage. And, and so the one brother who currently owns the brewery, which is in... Uh, Van Nye, I think, California. Van Nye, California, uh, yep. which is right outside like L.A. or something. Uh, yeah. He owns a brewery not doing great, you know. Nope. So. Yeah, and then that's kind of like the premise. Then they end up both getting together. Mm-hmm. He is other brother that came into the mix. He was, uh, he was a brewmaster, and he went to college for it. And did he even finish high school? I don't even know if he finished high school on the on the thing. It sounded like he didn't really finish, but I'm not 100 percent sure. I know that one brother did go to college and got a degree. Yeah. And then, like, uh, didn't he do it in like agriculture or something at like Oregon State University? I thought he became a like a beer connoisseur or something like that. Well, yeah, but like I think he went to like Oregon State University and he like got a yeah. agricultural something degree and then got into doing brewing and got in a whole shitload of trouble because he started talking shit about all the other brewers there and how they don't know what they're doing and it was right. funny one scene in there which was great. I mean, they hammer on which I love Bud Light the entire time because it's not a beer. I don't care what you have and, to say. And but they're pounding Bud Lights all left and right. Yeah, they're not. And because they're drinking their own beer at their brewery. But it was funny because the brother gets up on stage. Do you remember when he gets up and he starts talking about the IPAs? And yep. he's like, those people that drink IPAs, they, you know, they just don't know shit about beer. Yeah. And it's just like the crowd, because he's in Oregon, is like, boo, get off the stage, boo. And that pretty much ended his career in Oregon and can't come back. And so... It ends up coming out that, like, one of the people that work for the brother who runs the brewery in California, she is the one, right, who invites the other brother down to help save the business, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good good premise. Oh, yeah, it's a real good premise. uh, It has lots of fun comedy that's in it. It's uh, eight eight episodes, pretty solid Oh, man, I'm almost done finishes strong not gonna not gonna give away the end of it but uh becomes more natural towards the end um you feel like you can actually buy into the whole premise of what the show is and i'm super excited for another season that's why i'm hoping more people will watch it 
yeah, check it out. If you're on Netflix, so. definitely stream that because, uh, yeah, definitely you can tell in the first couple episodes uh, there's some things that are kind of hit and miss, some things that really hit, and you're just like, yeah. Uh, they. I feel like they do a, a pretty good job at, like, uh, like when it comes to the terminology, yeah. like really knowing the terminology of, like, brewing science you know and they even refer to it in there that we don't make beer we craft beer because that's what they're doing they're trying to innovate and have different types of beer and all these different sort of things Uh, because you have the basics you have the hops you have the wheat you have the barley you have the i mean you can't go really far from those yeah exactly you have to add like your own different unique flavors in there for it to be distributed to local restaurants and all these different sort of things so so that was pretty neat at the beginning, like the tie-in with all that. Some of the storylines were a little bit loose in the first couple episodes. Uh, yeah, they get a but, little but they tie in. Off. They Yeah, they start to tie in real well. You can tell like when they go from episode to episode. Instead of them being like standalones where they have a storyline for that episode and then when they get into the next episode, it doesn't even like revert back to or even talk about what happened like from episode one to two like two has nothing to say of what's happening about one no they all kind of play off of each other which is great uh but by the time you get to like episode four and episode five you can see that like that cohesion of the storyline and the characters and all that and it's kind of kind of moving forward with character development and it's good and yeah i think i'm like on episode six maybe seven i may only if there's only eight if there's only eight i may only have one or two episodes left to go but so far it's uh two left it's been impressive so I'm excited that hopefully get out there, watch it, so we can get a season two. That's exactly. what I'm hoping. What was so funny is I was watching the credits, and it says one of the executive producers, I think, is Patrick Stewart. And I wonder <laughs> if it's the Patrick Stewart that's like Jean-Luc Picard. Star, Star Trek. Professor, right Professor Xavier. Yeah, the next generation, baby. And it's like, I wonder if it's Patrick Stewart. You know, Dude, it may be. It may be. I don't really Patrick know. Patrick Stewart. Yeah, I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, he's probably he's probably definitely. I mean, he's from the UK. He's probably definitely into drinking beer. So yeah, exactly. So it sounds hey, like. Have you uh, dived into that Tiger King? I have not. I mean, the uh, the wife she watched it, and uh, while I was sitting on the couch, kind of flipping through my YouTube channels, um, every once in a while, it draw my attention, and I mean, it's. It looks interesting. I mean, it's 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 definitely Ooh, the people in doubter. there are are a, you know different. Uh, but the thing <laughs> is, is it's like it's like it's like swamp people and honey boo boo made it, made a baby, and there you go. That's what you get. I mean, you Dude, get just craziness. You, you got to dive in. You told me to watch. Uh, what was it? Uh, the F the Cats thing. What was uh, what was that show on Netflix? Oh that yeah, trying to have me watch, and it's like diving in, and then you have to just keep watching and keep watching and keep watching. Yeah, I didn't get through all that. I've I watched a little bit of it, and that was it was enough. I mean, there's some there's some shows these days. It's like there's so much content. Yeah, it's like it's uh, yeah, don't fuck with cats. Yeah, That's don't fuck with cats. That's what it's called. And I remember watching a little bit of it, and I was just like. Yep, you don't fuck with cats. Dude, once you told me to not not to watch it, I said, okay, sounds good, I'm going to watch it tonight. So, that's the same thing with Tiger King, you end up watching it, and then suddenly, 
your next eight hours are lost. Exactly. You just, get, you just dive in and suddenly you start hating this girl named like Carol Baskins. I mean, <laughs> she did it, man. I like how you said she that. Did it. Like Carol Baskins. It's like. <laughs> Dude. Dude, fuck Carol Baskins. Yeah. Dude, all I know is that. She did it. She did it, bro. I know you don't know this. But she did it. Oh, I'm sure she fed whoever it was she that is missing. She she probably fed them to tigers. Why wouldn't you? I mean, you've heard about those people who fed people to pigs, you know? Dude, yeah. It's like that. Dude. Have you ever seen that movie Snatch? Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. F- fucking great movie. Uh, the great guy movie. on there, the guy on there that's like, uh, yeah, that's like the mobster the pigs, guy. Right? Yeah, where's the glasses? And he's like, you know, don't fuck with me. I'll feed you to fucking pigs. And he's like, you know, and you're like, dude, he probably would really feed you to fucking pigs. I mean, they're gypsies yeah, and would. shit. You know, who knows? Uh, so I was it's just crazy. listening to a podcast that they were talking about that. Talking about the guy from Snatch. <laughs> Feeding people to pigs. I'm like, man, dude, a tiger? A tiger would maul you up. Dude, it would I, eat every bit of you. Well, it's crazy to think that there's more tigers in in private possession in the United States than there are in the rest of the world. That there's mm. more tigers owned privately than there are wild in the well, rest of the world. Just for that show, there's like 270 plus. Yeah, there's like just seven to ten thousand tigers in the United States. Just at the Tiger King's place. Yeah, I can't even remember how many are private, but I thought it was like five to 7,000 just in the United States are privately owned. And we're not that's talking crazy. zoos or sanctuaries. That's like another three or 4,000 onto the 5,000. Like, that's like Mike Tyson's house. That's, well, Mike Tyson, dude. Everybody right? everybody wants to be uh, uh, Tony Montana. You know, everybody Tony wants to Montana. be Scarface, man. Everybody wants that tiger, you know, that tiger's blood, you know. Dude. Dude, that Charlie Sheen tiger blood? Yeah, that Charlie Sheen tiger blood. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, man, I haven't haven't dived into that. I mean, everybody talks about it. Everybody talks about getting into that um, that Tiger King. And, you know, I'm sure this, you know, lockdown and... COVID-19, coronavirus, all that, it's, you know, keeping Dude, us all reopened. in. they reopened. They reopened the Carol Baskins killing her husband case just because of the video. Just because of everything that went down with, uh, with Tiger King. Well, shoot, somebody that has that many tigers... And has and her husband, and has her husband a just go... millionaire Yeah, husband, a multi-millionaire. You don't know what the... He just suddenly goes missing. It's like you got to think probably one of the tigers. Ate. But how, I mean, thinking about it, man. And we just have about five minutes left in the in the cast. Uh, just think about it, man. It's like, how would you even go back and prove that she did feed him to tigers? That's yeah, gonna be kind of tough. You ain't got but... no scat, man. You ain't got no tiger poop that you're gonna be like, oh. There's the husband's, you know, liver DNA. and organ and all that kind of shit. It's just like, oh, it's right there, right in the poop. Yeah, you think yeah, they composted that stuff and they can dig it up and be like, oh, there's still DNA in this tiger poop. Yep. You know, that's exactly what it is, man. dude. That's the one thing. Have you ever seen that movie Secret Window? 
No. Oh, it's got I mean, Johnny Depp in it, and he is he plays an author, and he moves out to this small little cabin uh, mm-hmm. on the lake. Uh, he and I believe his wife moves out there, and then his wife ends up leaving him for another guy, and he stays at that cabin and is writing one of his books, and he gets like writer's block. And he ha- he's having a hard time writing a book. Well, while he's there, he goes like a little bit crazy. And yeah. he starts having, you know, like multiple personality kind of stuff going on. Yeah. And uh, delusions and all this different sort of stuff. And then, you know, he he ends up doing something to his wife and her new husband. And the way that he covers it up is he plants a garden – full of corn and he uses their body as fertilizer for his cornfield and they can't solve the murder because they can't find any evidence that he did it and the evidence is right behind the house because they're all ground up into fertilizer in the cornfield and then at the end of the movie it shows him taking a big huge bite of the corn <laughs> oh man it is oh it's a great one i i mean classic right there yeah it's a classic one dude it's a classic one i mean even though if you you know i kind of just gave away the whole i mean the movie secret window has been out for like 20 years probably yeah, 15 you, to 20 years i mean the thing is yeah, i'm not gonna up. say no fucking spoiler alert because you, if you haven't watched it by now then you know you should have watched it uh but the thing is it's like even though you kind of know the the kind of the end premise uh, of what happens. Dude, it's yeah. definitely still worth a watch. Definitely still worth a watch. I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, he's in the, the movie Mr. Deeds. He's like the butler guy. And he says, you know, I'm very, very sneaky. Oh, yeah. He's in uh, The Big Lebowski. Yeah. Uh, Totoro. That guy's an awesome actor. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the it's movie. Like and he's like huh? this alternate personality to Johnny Depp's character. And it oh, okay. is great, dude. If you haven't seen it, you gotta see it. It's it's pretty good. Yeah. So we just got about another minute and a half before we need to wrap this thing up. Um, any kind of looking forward? I mean, this is just, this podcast is sure nonsense, randomness. We talk about what we want to talk about. What did we talk about today? We talked about the COVID a little bit. We talked about fishing and how ridiculous it is that the whole state yeah. is banned and we're the only state in the entire country that has the entire state banned. They can't figure that out. What else we, we talked about? talked about a lot of brews that oh, yeah. we ended up uh, really enjoying, you know, um, hitting on, you know, from Ellensburg to Yakima to Spokane to Portland to all the way over to Ireland. Um, Hood River. Hood River. Hood River, full sail. Yep, hitting that Portland. Yep, even um, Carson, Washington, off the grid IPA. We also, also talked about uh, going and watching Netflix. Definitely killing some, killing some time on Brew Brothers. Yep, get, get us a season two. I'd love to see them uh, season two, go man. off of that. It looks like they were getting in their their swing of things after uh, after eight episodes, and really kind of after about five episodes, I would say it really hits its stride. So stick through with that. 
everybody's talking about Tiger King. Eh, it, it was all right. Carol Baskins did it though. But uh, <laughs> um, definitely yeah. Killer Rosman. Sweet. Federal Tiger. Shoot. I'm on well, that bandwagon. Well, I don't think there's any better way of ending it right there, man. We'll just say, hey, Carol Baskins did it. So, all right. Till next time. She did. Rose and Bruce, we're out. Till next time.